0: dr jason beals you're back from the holy land
1: yes i am back and ready to be on this podcast dude
0: we Thank- we we missed you man
1: i i miss being a part of it and i'm thankful for jared being able to jump in and J- jared uh, who yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's the way it, listen man hey i i i will drop you so fast if you're not on the show boom you're gone you're dead to me Boom, so. Well,
1: I I'm surprised that he didn't replace me.
0: What's that? Well, I'm going to I'm not going to lie. He was pretty expensive. Uh yeah. you you were yeah. cheaper. So, That's, um It's true. His shoe deal was a lot more expensive. So, you, uh you get what you pay for. <laughs> and and no friels this week. So it's just the two of us. Just, just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just, just the, two, the two of us. You and I. I'm going to make him an offer that camera field. I see Dad. Asta La Vista, baby.
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: I think this is the
1: beginning of a beautiful friendship.
0: So this week's movie is The Flash. So let's let's talk about the movie, Doctor Beals. You are back, locked and loaded, ready to locked go. Locked
1: and loaded, ready to go. You know, I growing up, I was a DC fan, uh, comic book wise, um, not not Marvel. And yet Marvel has made the better movies, in my opinion. Um, although. Like overall, I, right? Overall, overall, I would say overall. you're probably right. Yeah. Um, no, th- but I love few- the Man of Steel. Like, yeah, I'm I, with I, you. I,
0: I so I think the, I'm with you. I think the Man of Steel is really good. Up until like the last 20 minutes of the movie where it's just, you know, them destroying Metropolis. Then it feels like it kind of just like, oh, okay. It's something I've seen before. Everything up to that, though, is like, I feel like really gripping and and yeah. and you know a really really good movie it almost has it's so funny too it's it's it it's a superman movie but it almost feels like if a superman movie if terence malick directed it uh just visually it's very grim and kind of dark which is opposite of what you expect with a superman yeah. character you know superman that's why i think made the 1978 donner superman so good because it was about hope it was yeah. about, you know, what Superman stood for, which was, you know, again, they talk about that in this in this truth, movie.
1: justice in the American in way. In the
0: American way. A lot of the newer takes on all the Zack Snyder stuff is definitely darker and grim and loses kind of what yeah. the essence of Superman was. Yeah.
1: It almost it was almost trying to make Superman kind of like Batman in a dark sense. Um, in some ways. Totally. I I mean, I'm a huge fan of Christopher Reeve's Superman movies because that's what I grew up on as a kid. Yeah. Um, still remember seeing Superman 3 and Return of the Jedi in the same day. Probably the one of the most memorable times in my childhood. We didn't see Superman. <laughs> no, we didn't. We're talking a lot about. Talking,
0: but that's OK. But it does fit in because, again, yeah. it's all part of this multiverse type of stuff yeah. that's going on. That's big with all the superhero films. So let's talk about uh, The Flash without getting into, you know, spoilers yeah Uh, the the story what's going on in this in this story obviously this deals with with uh, if you've seen the trailer you know that the whole idea is that barry allen who is the flash uh his mother has died and he realizes that he can if he runs fast enough he can actually go back in time and and change things and again every time travel movie that's ever existed deals with uh, this issue of, can I go back and change things? And if so, is there a ripple effect to that? So, like, what's the messaging? What's going on in this movie?
1: Yeah, I think um, from a worldview perspective, the every time travel movie is the same. You cannot have time travel in a universe that has a God that is perfect, eternal, immutable who decrees and sets forth what he plans and accomplishes his purposes. So you kind of have to have a universe that is uh, that can fluctuate. This in particular has um, like it's DC's hand at trying a multiverse, uh, much like the Marvel comics. But the time travel component just really looks at tr- going back and trying to change something. And then the consequences, what's often termed the butterfly effect, if a butterfly f- flaps his wings, that eventually that um, the consequences will be hurricanes in another part, that kind of, uh, you know, a, a ripple in the time-space continuum.
0: The space-time continuum Yeah, that, that yep. Doc Brown, you know, cemented for all of us idiots growing up and who knew nothing about science and, and how all that works. Doc Brown made it simple for us, you know?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And to be able to mess with time and space, you can't have someone who is ultimately in control of time and space, right? So right. I think you, you have that from a theological perspective. I, I liken it to um, you know, having not having God in control and humans having the power, ability, science, whatever.
0: Well, okay. So a couple lines that stuck out to me. Uh, there's some moments in the film, and and um, when Ben Affleck's Batman, which you see in the trailer, is talking to Barry Allen about this, and Barry's like, "I, I could go back and I can change things." And uh, Bruce Wayne says to Barry a couple things. He says, "He says, what if your tragedy defines you?" And then he says to Barry. Uh, Because because Barry's like, well, I I can go and fix that, and then Bruce Wayne says to him something I thought was really interesting. He says, Barry, that there's nothing broken with you that needs to be fixed. And immediately I'm like, well, okay, that's I mean that sounds like straight out of the world, right? Of course, yeah. There's nothing you need to that, about you. You're beautiful the way you are. Everything. There's nothing about you. And obviously, as Christ followers, we know that is the antithesis of of reality. That we are ultimately flawed uh, because of sin and need Christ to fix us, but the world's like, no, you're perfect the way you are. I mean, we see that all around in the news, right? There's nothing about you that needs to change. Uh, and you're perfect the way you are. You should be accepted. You're beautiful, but you are beautiful though, Jason, just so you know, by the way. <laughs>
1: well, thank you. Um, yeah, I think there, there's a couple ways that that came across. I, I think actually Bruce Wayne, AKA Ben Affleck, um, had some of the best lines of the movie right and uh though he's not in it for that much i I think the point is like at least from the perspective of the character flash and batman it's what the past is what helps make you who you are today kind of idea right and so um so it in a sense Kind of accept the past and move on idea and barry's like no i'm if i have the ability to change events especially with his mom dying um then he's going to try right and then that sets off the butterfly effect the whole ripple the whole back to the future you know you change one thing and it changes and now there's a new timeline or a new multiverse or whatever the case may be probably why time travel is such a popular genre um, in science fiction, is the human desire to to change the things that have happened uh, so that we can have a better future moving forward? Right. Right. Uh, if I can it's,
0: just, it's often and again, oftentimes, and I think Back to the Future too, as an example, cited probably the reason why most people would love to have, to, yeah, sure, I'm sure everybody would like to go back and change mistakes, but oftentimes it's formed out of greed, right? Yep. The idea that if I could either travel back. Or go forward in time and help myself have more money or be more successful or whatever. Uh, it's it's usually some kind of selfish motivator uh, that that kind of you know makes us go oh this that would be fun and that's why it's appealing right and you see Marty McFly do that obviously in Back to the Future 2, where he takes a sports almanac uh, and then causes a whole ripple effect because of it. A little side fact about that movie too. Uh, I, I love that Doc Brown. Goes through all three films talking about how, you know, don't mess with time, don't mess with time, right? And then his last words to Marty in Back to the Future 3 are, uh, your your future isn't written, so just go ahead and do whatever you want. Yeah. It's like, you've been preaching something, a whole other message yeah. for three movies.
1: Well, and this movie has kind of the same thing. If you pay close attention, and I want to be careful not to give any spoilers, but... The whole movie has been like, hey, don't mess with time because there are consequences. And then at the very end, um, you know, after fixing yeah. uh, mistakes, the, and, changes. The mistakes yeah. and changes, Barry still makes a change he does. that impacts the future, right? Yep. And yep. so so it's this weird like don't mess, don't mess, don't mess. Yes. He goes and fixes, right. and yet, you know, Barry never learned the lesson it seemed in in the end Um, right yeah but i i think again that that does go back to the idea of the human wanting um to have a better life in some way so they'll change the past for barry it was wanting his mom which is you know that's a very natural that's a noble that's a noble thing yeah yeah um and and yet i think again in a world without god in a world without understanding that god causes all things to work together according to his purpose right romans 8 28 or the fact that all things work according to the counsel of his will um, that that you don't, from a theological perspective that god is the one who uh is outside of time right he's not bound by time uh he's the one that creates time and space he's the one that has decreed uh all things to happen the way that they're going to happen he he's unchangeable in his nature um, his character and decisions are set right and so for time to change uh, and for things to to be um, changed by a human really again necessitates a, that there is no god to hold all those things and then i think the the big so what of that. Is that if God allows these things into our lives, they they do shape us, they change us, they They have a purpose, right? Exactly, and it's it's not chaos and
0: purposelessness. It's often the harder things, the challenges, the valleys that we go through that refine us and draw us closer to Christ.
1: Yeah, you know, I often think about my life, and you know, I have a colorful history, um, getting saved at the age of twenty. Um, And then even after that, you know, lots of things in life that the Lord brings. And I wouldn't change a thing because those are the those are the things that God allowed me to go through, brought me through, uh, shaped who I am. Um, And and I think that's from a theological perspective, we can go into the movie movies like The Flash. We can enjoy it. We can, you know, have fun with it, but also walk away and and using the biblical worldview, measure what is the message that's coming out from this movie to be able to think critically about it and and still be entertained. But understand that these are unbelievers who are wishing that they had the power to go back and change time uh, to, you know, try to to make a better whatever. Um,
0: and obviously and, that's that's born out of a a again, they don't have hope. Their hope is not in a higher being, right? And yep. so that's that's born out of a hope in themselves and wanting to be able to be in control and not give up control to you know a, a supreme ultimate power. Um, let's talk about, you know what's kind of portrayed as good or noble in this film.
1: Yeah, I think um one of the things that comes to mind right away is with all of the superheroes they have to be heroic in order to be a hero. Right. And so you have the, the preciousness of life. And I think the opening scene, he saves babies and a dog and a nurse and, you know, it's humorous and, uh, and all that. But I, I think it's just, again, another, um, another reminder that, that life is precious and that the hero will do whatever he can put himself in harm's way uh, to save a life.
0: I yeah. think that, value, the value of life. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that that's one. Um, I think just the love that Barry has for his mom and for yeah. his dad. Um, yeah. And I think.
0: And even himself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he uh-huh. gets
1: to talk to, um, yes. you know, different versions, versions of himself. Yes. Yeah. And I think it, one of the things, too, that struck me in the same vein is um because you know i'm not spoiling anything that the trailers don't spoil you have supergirl and she's asking why save this planet right from the um from the enemies that they're gonna battle yeah and and it's like well you know barry's like well because my mom lives in this one right like and i think that's you know, just the reminder that life is precious. Yeah, um, and there's valuable. definitely a
0: a premium put on family in this film, uh, and and the care, and again, the care for a traditional husband wife kind of nucleus um, yeah. is yep. honored and promoted in this film as well.
1: Yeah. Um I agree, and and I think there is um, there's just a Another aspect that I found really encouraging is that there is progression and growth in the character, right? The main character is learning, growing, um, even even getting to disciple himself in some ways, right? Yes, Um, yes. And uh, I think that's a positive.
0: Totally, right? Again, we need to be speaking truth to ourselves and preaching the gospel to ourselves as Christ followers. Uh, and and constantly reminding ourselves what is right, um, because we're being bombarded just like this character in this film. He's being bombarded by all different kinds of stuff, and having to filter and learn through that. So,
1: I, I think there are you know things that um, that aren't necessarily that great. Um, yeah, some innuendos. Um, yeah, there's some
0: innuendos. There is yep. you know full disclosure. There is um, a naked rear end. Uh, yeah. A couple times um, in, and if a male naked rear end uh, in the film,
1: but I think being able to distinguish understand, like the nature of God that He is outside of time, He controls all things. All things work right. I mean, you just you go in knowing this is reality, and what you're watching is not. It's an attempted um, version to to try to show hey, maybe we have the ability to change things or those kinds of things. I think that's important when when we think through how to, how to just evaluate movies in general, that we can be entertained, we can be, you know, hey, this is great, fun, laugh, and at the same time be reminded, but what is biblical truth and how does that match up to what
0: we just saw? Thank you for listening to Real Profs, a production of the Center for Thinking Biblically. To support this ministry, please visit thinkbiblically.org donate. To learn more about the Master's University on-campus and online undergraduate and graduate programs, visit masters.edu.